There's no better feeling than getting on that pole and walking away with a bag, okay? Because your mama made a bag. Hello, 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 everyone out there. Welcome back to another episode of Kimboology. It's your girl Kimbo here. Um, And look, it's me today, just me. Um, And then I have kind of like a two-camera situation going on. I'm live on TikTok now, and I'm also live everywhere else. So hi. Um, I wanted to just come on here because uh, I wanted to thank you all for tuning in, for even being still interested in just like listening and just tuning into the content that I'm creating here. I think that it's uh, 2023 has been a huge reflection to the amount of like work that goes into being a full-time producer, content creator, podcaster you know entrepreneur you know at that it takes so much you know um and I learned that truly in 2023 because entrepreneurship has always been something that has been natural to me ever since I was little um when it comes to being in excuse me being independent and um wanting to run my own business right um I was that little girl that was 10 years old and I was reaching, um, I would make my own purses, right? When I was a little girl and, uh, I would make them out of candy wrappers. Um, I was that, yeah, I was very creative, very young. And so I just started to do that and I would come to school and I would have like the new purse that I just made. And my friends would be like, Oh my God, like, I love your purse. Like, did you make that? Like, and I was like, yeah. And they're like, I want one. And I was like, "Um, okay, I can make you one. And then you can pay me money to do it. You know, we're we're like, I'm like 11 years old, 12, maybe 13. You know, I'm like early teenage years. Okay. So when I'm that age and I'm making this purse for this person and creating an invoice for them, you know, I'm that young. I like went on the computer, typed it up. No one taught me these things. It was just something that I naturally like gravitated towards and wanted to do. So when it comes to that, I truly honestly felt like entrepreneurship was something in my future, right? It was always going to be in my future. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, I I consider myself a very talented, multi-faceted person. I have lots of um, interests, you know, just like every person out there, right? You know, I'm not simple. I like to, I like rollerblading. I like pole dancing. I like sewing. I like fashion, you know? Um, I like, uh, technology. I like the internet, you know? I like, you know, I'm a big fan of social media, even though there's a lot of negativity to social media. I am a big fan of it. I am currently on many of them right now, you know, and it's something that I find, you know, fulfilling, you know, it makes me feel fulfilled. So going forward in 2024, um, when I, I want to try to do more of these check-in, um, check-in solo episodes with you, the audience that I started building this from when I first started this back in 2020, you know, and it was a pandemic. Everybody was stuck inside their house, right? Remember those days where we thought, you know, our impending doom was coming to a lot of us? It did. Unfortunately, may they rest in peace. But for most for some of us out here, you know, went and get our vaccines and everything went well. 
Shout out to producer Rick. He is here, but he's not on camera. <laughs> He'll be popping in, um, doing his thing, doing his producing thing. Always working. Love that man. Um, and yeah, so this is just something that I, I started with, which was me and you, right? The listener. And I want to try to grasp that again a little bit. So, and this is all on me. You know, I'm trying to hold myself accountable more and I want to be more um, open with my um, with my audience. I want to be more open with you guys. So I even want to open you guys up to more of like what's going on behind the scenes a little bit. You know, um, some of you guys know I have a cute little homestead here and we have chickens and then we have cats and, you know, we do this. This is our studio here as well. So we have a lot going on in the homestead. So I want to share that with you guys. Excuse me. And then I also want to... Um, share a little bit of um back uh, share a little bit of our life that I am very very private with um because it is something that I struggle with because it is something that I'm um learning and I don't know a lot about and that is my brother and my brother and, and him and him being on the um autism spectrum and um I wanted to share a little bit more about my experience being um, the caretaker of an autistic um, adult. And I think that that's something that, you know, has been something that I was like battling sharing because it's such a vulnerable, it's vulnerability that I don't really necessarily understand fully. And it, I have a lot of raw emotions when I talk about my brother and, and autism and how it, how we've experienced it. But I think that, you know, doing this more and sharing that side of my life with you guys will be actually quite, I don't know, therapeutic for me a little bit, you know. And however, I don't want to necessarily share, um, you know, personal things about my brother. You know, I feel like I want to protect him. He's my fucking brother. You know, I that's my baby. You know, that's my that's say son but like I take care of him I'm his caretaker so I'm very um I'm very protective of him you know so yeah so you'll see more of that in the new year in 2024 this episode is going to be about giving you guys just like an update to like what's to come right um I've been doing this podcast now you know me and Rick dog and Beck dog we've been doing this together um oh and shout out to sin our intern which we really appreciate we, we care and love about love you sin um so yeah it's this is something that we've developed it's our third year you know and I listen to a lot of podcasts myself I'm a big fan you know shout out to the read shout out to Jaden XD shout out to around the way curls you know Antoinette and Shanti over there you know I've been on their podcast you know so that was really, um, that wasn't back, that wasn't last year, but it was the year before that. And to be honest with you, that was like a huge milestone. I was like, oh my God, like, I love this podcast and now I'm a guest on theirs. So I just like truly want to take that energy and just keep, you know, that inertia going forward. You know, I want to keep that momentum with this. And I think that that comes with just coming here and sitting with you guys. You know, I didn't do a lot of, um, advertisement to post that I'm going to be doing a live, you know, on this, um, it's currently Saturday night. And, um, I feel like I'm comfortable saying that I want to do this with you guys every Saturday night. 
um, unless I have things going on, which I'll be out of town or anything like that, work, whatever. However, this is considered work for me too. And I want to make sure that I'm creating those, you know, those stable responsibilities in 2024, because one thing's for sure from just like, like watching all these talented individuals, like right now, currently, uh, Cat Williams is very, um, what you say, it's, it's, everyone's talking about that right now. Currently, Cat Williams went on uh, Shannon Sharp's, um, it's a podcast or a visual podcast. It's like a t- talk show, so to speak. And it was almost three hours long, the interview, and it was very polarizing because he went in on a lot of different comedians, but he sp- spoke it from his perspective. And to be honest with you, I was like, wow, everything he's saying, I mean, like, listen, like, I don't we don't know for sure if these things are true or not in a sense cuz obviously we're not in those rooms and those spaces. However, I love Cat Williams. I went I've seen him live. I will go continue to see him live. Uh he said that he went on 19 different um tours, stand-up tours. I mean, that takes so much hard work and dedication that I can't I just you just can't help but just stand and just be like wow, this person is like phenomenal for continuing this inertia, this momentum with their career and truly believing in what they're in their craft and what they're doing. And I want to be, I, I, I'm, that's inspiring. I want to be like that as well, but in my own area, my, you know, my own field, you know what I mean? Obviously, you know, I'm not a stand-up comedian. However, one of my 2023 goals is to, I really want to do a improv class. I've been wanting to do one for quite some time. I back when I was like really heavily pursuing acting uh, and taking like you know on air on camera classes and monologue classes and voiceover classes. Um, you know, I believe the pandemic actually happened, and that's when I kind of took a little stop with that. You know, every, obviously, ain't nobody you know, you know, ain't nobody fucking. <laughs> Ain't nobody going on in no um, auditions right now, you know, because of what's happening in the world back when the COVID really hit us. However, you know, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like improv would be something else to help um, just put in my little, like, you know, put in my little skills bag, you know what I mean? Just practice that whole skill of improvisation, you know what I mean? I believe this is kind of a form of that, too. You know, I didn't sit here with a script talking to you guys. You know, I am I have a few notes of like what I'd wanted to kind of talk to you guys about. And that's it. You know, um, thanks, Rick Dog. <laughs> Rick Dog's liking the stream. Yeah. So um, I just wanted to be be transparent with y'all and then also just get back to this. Get back to you, me and, you know, this space that we have, you know, um, and then with that being said, uh, I just wanted to give you some updates with me. Um, and then I wanted to just kind of also just give you some share a little experience when it comes to like, I'll, I'm going to start talking about um, our dynamics at home with um, having a brother that's uh, on the spectrum. So I'm going to share that in a little bit that that will be um, meditate, masturbate, medicate this week. It'll be meditate. And we're going to talk about autism a little bit in a little bit. So, but before we do that, um, update for the homestead, for the um, the utopia is what we call it here. A little nickname that we have it. Um, 
right now um we have one chicken she's left that's the only one we have left right now we started with four we got the chickens back um during you know the 2020 the age of pan of the pandemic my mom decided to get them however my mom has since ditched them onto us <laughs> however i love them so i'm like totally just like they're my babies i don't care you know get out of here lady um so we have one chicken left and she is um we named well my mom named her kimberly but i figured out what breed i i found out finally what breed she was and i wanted to share that information with you guys and share a little bit of information about having chickens in your backyard and how cool it is and how sustainable it is and how loving it is and i wanted to share that with you guys as well so i'm going to talk more about that as well but she my mama is my mama right now the chicken outside named after me guess where she's from y'all guess where that bitch is from she from australia girl that girl is from australia isn't that cute because i used to fucking live there she's um i don't know if you guys can see obviously we'll put a little photo in this later but her name is at yeah it's called astralorp that's the name of the chicken breed that she is astralorp isn't that like it's hard to say i was like okay however she's black she's got like this iridescent kind of shine to her and she's got a um like her combs are really bright red um so the astralope is a chicken breed of australian origin i just loved that when i found that out i was like ah oh, my girl um and let's see developed as a utility breed with a focus on egg laying and is famous for laying more than 300 eggs per year damn and i will say it got warm here in chicago because i live in like a kind of like the suburbs of chicago and it got like warm for a period where it was like over like 50 degrees for a consistent like few days and I, I i've been since trying to learn more and more about chickens obviously because i have them and i want to get more um and uh so typically in the winter time with chickens with backyard chickens um the energy that the chickens are going to be you know because you, you're supposed to for a good egg laying chicken you get one egg a day right that's like a good egg laying healthy chicken um and our chicken gives us these beautiful brown eggs um and they can and she can get up to like the astralorp chicken which is the one we have right now can be from anywhere from five to six almost seven pounds so a pretty big healthy chicken and um yeah so we haven't been getting eggs from her but because i do know that during this time with the winter time it kind of shifts a little bit like eggs are a little harder for her to because the energy that she's using she's using to like keep herself warm grow new feathers um chickens also um they uh what do you call it their 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 feathers fall out um and they regrow new ones um in the new season so like our hair it's you know like our hair grows out and then we grow new hair chickens the same so like that when i first started getting chickens and i was like yo what's happening like their feathers are falling out i was like girl are you good like i was like sis are you good like you have no feathers right now but then i researched and then also i saw like new feathers were coming out and i was like oh my gosh like so cool so during that period you won't necessarily you might not get eggs during that time um and then i was also reading about the color of their comb their combs like the the thing on the top of their head and underneath um it turns bright red for this breed when they are in an egg laying um season so 
Um, if she's got her bright red comb, that means that she's going to give us eggs. So that means we got to go out and check um, the coop to see if there's any eggs. And uh, for that brief period when it warmed up a little bit, I think she might have been like, oh, it's springtime. It's time to give time to give eggs again. You know, um, she gave us eggs again. So we had some more of her beautiful brown eggs. So that was so nice. However, there's only one chicken, one little chicken. So. I want to like I was so excited the other day I was like all right because I was reading into like if I wanted to get more chickens because guys this is awesome right chickens give you eggs once a day so what does that mean that's more food for you guys to eat it's fresh it's organic because why you know the things that you're feeding your chicken right unless you feed it crap you know what I mean like obviously I chickens eat a lot of they're omnivores they eat meat and they eat vegetables so that's another like myth if you guys are buying eggs at the grocery store and you see the packaging that says vegetarian fed, that's not a good thing, guys. <laughs> you know, like chickens need they eat bugs. You know what I mean? Bugs are a lot of they have a lot of good protein. One of the um, one of the nutrients that we feed our chickens is uh, mealworms and grubs. So and they're dried and everything. So we feed that to our chickens every day. So it's important for them to get that protein if you want good, um, delicious, healthy eggs. So vegetarian um, fed um, chickens aren't necessarily a good thing. So keep that in mind when you're buying your eggs at the grocery store. Um, but I just want to promote having backyard chickens because the more people have chickens, the better. Like then it's going to be more of this like sustainable lifestyle where you don't necessarily have to always go to the grocery store to buy your food. And like, you know, you can have vegetables grown in your garden or even inside your apartment. Um, I just um, discovered this one company that um, you can, it, it has a system where it literally like grows, you grow all these vegetables inside your house. And it's like this like contraption it was a lot of fucking money i'm not i don't even know the name of the company i will get the name but honestly i'm trying to if they want to try to sponsor you girl because that's where i would love to get it um shout out to my friend fierce who i saw got one and it just like it's a unit to help you grow vegetables and herbs inside your house so i thought that was really cool so that's my little utopia update for you guys oh i didn't even tell you i got more eggs i got more no I got more chickens um I actually found a website um that had a very like long history of selling eggs and selling chickens to people um so they sell chicks they sell a, so they sold a bunch of stuff but um just a hatchery that had a really good um reputation and I reached I looked at their website and it's tough because like if you want specific like breeds like I was looking for like this cute silky and silkies are really cute because they're like these little fluffy like chickens. They're like kind of like designer chickens. So, of course, I want a designer chicken. I'm a Taurus. So, <laughs> but if it, it said like I had to buy like 25 of them, so I was like, um, sis, I'm gonna need this to like relax a little bit. That's Rick Dog will kill me. <laughs> you know what I mean? We can't even. We don't wear. We don't even have the sustainability for 25 chickens. That's insane. That's insane. Um. But um, they had these um, little um, bundles where if you for for specifically for people that had backyard chickens and backyard farms and urban farms, city farms, city backyards, you know, things like that. So they had like a five five um, egg bundle. I'm sorry, five chick bundle. So if you bought five chicks, um, you know, and then they they I looked up the breeds, too. There was a bunch of breeds that like are better for like colder, colder weather. 
Um, and uh, they had a bunch of those in there in that five bundle because that's really important too. So we had four chickens, right, when we first started this. And then slowly two of them got taken and eaten when they were very little. And this was before. Like we never had chickens. So we didn't necessarily like the coop that um, that we had for the chickens wasn't um, safe enough where – animals could just like dig underneath your coop to get in there and that's what happened like like I think the cats got underneath there and just ate two of them so we lost two they were young they were like teenagers um and then um we lost um Sukuna the chicken back in 2023 last year and may she rest in peace we loved her that was the yellow chicken if you guys are familiar if you guys ever seen um my Instagram the Kimbology podcast Instagram she was on there a lot and yeah, she, she passed away. So yeah, but it's okay because the lifespan, I was reading like the lifespan of like an average chicken. It's like not that long. It's like seven, eight years ish. You know what I mean? So that's like the average, but they did say that, you know, um, there, there's different breeds that do better in winter time, give you more eggs. And so now I'm like, okay, I definitely want those breeds, you know? And our current chicken, Kimberly, is like a bad bitch. She's like out there in the winter, in the, in the snow and just lolly, like la la la. Like this morning, like it snowed and it's really cute because we stay in the basement. So like literally when we open the window, we see like from the ground, she was like right there by the window and she was like, oh, hey, like I'm like, girl, it's snowing. Why are you out here lollygagging in the front of the yard? And she was just like, what's up? I was like, oh, my God. So she's so strong. You know what I mean? So you want those chickens because, you know, obviously you want a good egg-laying strong chicken to keep things going. So, um, but, yeah. So with that being said, um, we got more. Um, they're on their way. But, however, when it comes to ordering, like, chicks, baby chicks on the Internet, it's 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 tough because, you know, some of them don't make it. And in when I was buying it, they were literally saying, like, we're going to send you extra because – the fatality rate of these chickens is like really high. And, you know, I read all the reviews and there was like, man, half of them died on the way on the, on the trip. And then they're like, Oh, like, you know, we got them. But then later on we lost two of them or three of them or whatever, you know? So be mind, we, you have to be mindful of that. So I, I only, I only bought five, but the chances of us getting um, all five chickens to egg laying chickens like currently that we have is very low. Like chances are we're going to lose a couple, you know, in that process, you know? Um, I mean, shit, we started with four and then we ended up with two and then now we have one. So, um, and that's only a three year span. So yeah, just to give you a little backstory too about having backyard chickens, because I want everyone to get chickens because they're so cute and I love them and they give you eggs and you can eat them. And then you don't have to buy, like, like imagine if you had six eggs and every day you were getting six eggs, you know, that that's like, boom, you have, that's like six eggs a day that you're just getting, you can eat, you can cook with, like, it's great. So have chickens, y'all. It's a good thing. Um, okay. Sick of, I'm enough with the chicken talk. Um, I wanted to touch a little bit more about. Uh, because I talked a little bit about it in the last episode, but I wanted to um, dive a little deeper because I'm really excited that I that I achieved this last year. And guys, that's I performed nine times um, as a pole dance um, performer. 
Uh, and yeah, I started back in March of 2023. Um, I used to perform like, I, so full backstory this, this year in August, I will reach 10 years as a pole dancer, as a working, traveling, wor- um, performing professional artist on the pole. So 10 years guys, isn't that crazy? And right now I'm self-employed and that is what's paying my bills right now is, is teaching pole dancing you know and so I'm just really blessed that I've been able to you know do something that used to help me just like cope with life you know I found pole dancing to be very um just therapeutic you know obviously gets your endorphins going you know you're dancing you're feeling good you're you're losing weight you're staying in shape you know it has all these benefits yes it's hard as fuck and it hurts your body sometimes but you know, there's no better feeling than getting on that pole and getting in front of those people on stage and doing a performance and hearing those loud cheers and walking away with a bag. OK, because your mama made a bag teaching uh, performing. And I'm going to share that with you guys. So because I was reading the numbers of it, there's just no better feeling than than that. Um, so I did a show in March um, and. That was my first show back officially, and it was with Small World Collective. It's a local um, queer um, community, Black-owned, BIPOC community um, that focuses on creating spaces, safe spaces to, like, party and uh, do events, and it's awesome. So they hired me a few times this year, and I performed for their events, and it was so so much fun. Um, Also, shout-out to Maddie. Um, she's the owner of the studio I teach at Siren. Um, she will be on the podcast this year too. I'm going to finally, we're going to find some time to interview her cause I would love to hear her story. Um, she was a stripper and she owned a, she, and she opened her own, the first Chicago, uh, it's, she opened Siren, which is Chicago's first stripper owned post studio. So, um, yeah. And it's, I've been teaching there now for a couple of years I think this summer, this coming summer will be two years. So yeah. And she did a few shows and hired me for those. And that those were so much fun. Um, you can see all of these like highlights of me pole dancing and doing and like, you know, actually performing. Um, I have several platforms you can see them on. Um, my Kimbo ish, Kimbo underscore ish. That's on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram. Um, or the link, there's a link in the, in the bio, which has all that information or the YouTube Kimbo Pole, Pole Dancer, YouTube. I have highlights there. But you can see the performances. And I'm really proud because I it took a lot for me to come back to pole dancing. And once I did, I was like, oh, my God, I'm home. And now that I'm like, it's affirming. Like, like I'm making money doing this. I love it. You know, it keeps me in shape. Now, mind you, it also, I'm getting beat up. Like, I'm currently, like, my right hand is throbbing right now because of pole. <laughs> Like I taught class on Friday and, uh, I trained, I, I had a private lesson and then I taught a class and then I stayed after and I worked on choreography, my hand, cause I'm right dominant. So I do a lot of the tricks with my right hand. Um, and that's why it's so important to, you know, in in general, right. Even every athlete to balance yourself out. Right. Some people are going to be more dominant to one side, like myself, I'm more right dominant, but then you overwork your side. Like I've overworked my right side and now I'm suffering because my right hand is like throbbing. Um, yeah, it's, 
it's uh it's some real shit i get a like weekly i have a massage therapist shout out to you q you're the best uh i see her every week (laughs) yeah i have a massage tech uh she's a professional she's amazing i don't know what i would do if i didn't have if i couldn't see her every week just to keep me like at bay you know so puts a lot of miles on your body however you know it's so rewarding um but yeah, I was really pleased to see that I did nine shows from when I decided to come back to performing. And I was really excited for the opportunities that were here in Chicago. You know, I'm in the Chicagoland area. Um, if you're still if you're new to us and everything or you're still, you know, hearing about us. But here in Chicago, like I can't even express to you guys like before the pandemic, there were no opportunities like for performance, especially for people like myself, you know, I'm black, I'm thick, you know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't finna go get opportunities at these like white spaces where they want like the skinny um, white girl with big tit with fake titties to be on the pole. You know what I'm saying? Like that I, I, cause I started this 10 years ago, you know? So back when I was kind of like deep in it and training and doing competitions and performing, like, you know, there were opportunities that I was very blessed to have. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, I did. I did. I was one of the first pole dancers to to perform with Snoop Dogg on his on his tour. Um, this is when he first started doing it. There was even a different person booking his girls and everything. Um, yeah, I did that. That was an amazing experience. I didn't get a chance to smoke with Snoop Dogg. It was, that was my biggest regret. But he had things to do. He's like, I don't know you, and I don't blame him. So, <laughs> no, he had uh, he had family in the city. We were in Milwaukee when I when I performed with Snoop, and so he had family there, and uh, he had to go see his family. So he's like, I gotta go. So I, you know, I was sad because I really wanted a photo and the whole like, oh my god, look at me, and then to smoke with Snoop. Are you kidding me? Like that'd be so fucking like life changing, you know? But it's okay. We'll do it again. It'll happen. I'm gonna put that in the universe manifest and then it'll be a funny thing i'll be like by the way snoop you were my boss before you don't know this but you were and he'd be like what the fuck what do you mean (laughs) um so yeah like i was just really pleased to see that there's more opportunities now coming into these in the spaces of like more people just creating their own shows um creating opportunities for people like myself to perform um i'm actually gonna have some guests on this year that are in those spaces too you know so this year, I wanted to highlight, you know, more. I, I think I've done a lot with Medicaid because of cannabis. You know, cannabis is a huge part of our um, brand um, here in Kimbology. Um, meditate, masturbate, Medicaid, you know. And, I grow, you know, I grow weed. I'm a cultivator myself. I'm self-taught. Um, I grow outside, you know. And I'm a medical patient, so... I'm a medical patient here in Illinois, so legally you can grow up to five plants. So I do that, and I love it. I've learned so much, and I grow good weed, y'all. Just saying, period. Um, and it's nice, you know. It's great because it's like it's just like again, I love this idea of the homestead and creating your own, like living sustainable, and also just being able to say like, huh, I want to make a salad, right? Hmm. Let me go back. Let me go to the backyard and pick me some tomatoes, some lettuce, you know, some cilantro, like whatever you want in your salad, you know, and just grab it. Cucumbers, you know, grab it from outside, dice those up, put it in a bowl and you will be surprised. You'll be like, this is the best fucking salad I've ever had in my life. 
why does it taste so much better than when I go buy it at the store? <laughs> you know, um, it's because it's organic. You know, it's literally organic. It's it's coming from you. You know what's in the food because you created it. You actually, you know, grew it. Same with the weed. I, I, I grow the weed. I know what I'm putting in it. I know what the chemicals I'm using, which is not. I don't use any. You know, I use, I try to go as organic as possible. Um, and I do the old school way. You know, there's, there's other more organic ways to keep, pe for pesticides um, and pests, you know. And as I do this, I'm learning as I go, you know. And so this I want to be a big part of my brand because it's something I truly believe in and I love. And it gives me so much, like, satisfaction and purpose, you know. Um, shout out to you, Rick Dog. <laughs> Rick Dog's over here giving us the comments. Um, so, yeah, I just think that it's going to be really important with the way things are shifting. You know, I think we put too much time and attention in the fast paced life, you know, of just, okay, I got to go here. 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 Okay, cool. That's cool. I get it. I'm, I'm a busybody. You know, I have Gemini placements. I get it. You know, like I'm a lot, you know? Um, but yeah, I think it's important for us to take it back to like, can you grow your own food? What happens if this, if you don't have grocery stores near you and you have land, do you know what to do with that land? You know what I mean? Like to sustain yourself, to keep yourself alive. Like, I think that's important. And I think we need to kind of like dial back a little bit. And if you have the opportunities, if you have the space, you know, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm over here speaking. I'm, a, I'm 34 years old. I don't have children. Right. I have a homestead. I have people I take care of. Like just before this, guys, I cr cooked a whole dinner for my family. You know what I mean? Like I we, we all have responsibilities, but we have to do what we got to do. And we have to do it the right way, you know, or if that's if you want to, you know, but I think that, you know, simple things like getting a compost at your house or, you know, growing a garden, a backyard garden, having some herbs, growing them in your kitchen, you know, like simple things like that. Try, you know, if we do try that, you will be surprised, you know, we can make a difference, you know, we could we could that's the way to fight patriarchy. I truly believe the best way. And capitalism is don't if the best way to fight it is don't be a part of it is build your own shit like you don't need them if you don't need them that's the problem they they want us to need them so much like I've in back in 2023 that's another thing that I have been just so grateful for is the amount is is community is being able to say hey I have an amazing talented massage therapist that supports me and I support her. You know what I mean? And we do that without Uncle Sam involved at all. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's something that's between me and her, you know? Um, that exchange, you know what I mean? That person-to-person -person exchange, you know? That's why it's so nice to, you know, purchase local, you know, support local businesses. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are, it, it matters, you know? And, the, like, you know, you're, you're feeding families, you know? Your dollars matter that way. Um, you know, I'm personally not a big you know, I'm not a huge when it comes to like going out in the streets when it comes to like activism. I used to do it. I've done it. You know what I mean? Back when in my early 20s, I would be out here in these streets protesting. I've done it. However, right now, that's not how I protest now. I protest why by this and where my dollars go. You know what I mean? So if I don't support something, if I don't believe in your 
if I don't believe in what you got going on, I'm not going to support you. I'm not going to give you my money. That's the best way to fight them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't support them, you know? So you can, you can control the narrative that way. So, but yeah, I don't even know why I got there. How, what was I talking about before this? <laughs> um, when I don't have a guest on, it's like, girl, get to the point. But no, uh, just, I just want to leave that little, that little nugget of, you know, little nugget to go away with. And then there was something else I want to talk about too. Oh yeah. So, you know, 2023 was, I, I, as we had that reflection episode last year, I was like going through and looking at all the things that we accomplished. And like, you know, I was like, damn, like we did do a lot of like, mama was working, mama was clocked in. So like, it was really great to like step back and be reflective and like just take that moment and just be like, wow, like look at what you did. Like you worked hard and look at the things that you were able to accomplish, like be proud of that, you know? And so with that being said, um, I, one of my goals for 2024 was because I'm, I'm self-employed, but I'm stepping fully into being a full-time pole dancer and instructor and performer, um, one of my goals was to do a workshop in a different city, um, different, just not in Chicago, you know, and I'm proud to say that that's going to happen. I'm really excited. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a workshop in Dallas, Texas. So if you are listening or if this gets out to people in Dallas, I'll be doing it um, Febu- in the f- early weeks of February. It's uh, probably going to be February 8th or 9th or both. Um, and it, it'll be at legs up fitness and aerials, wait, legs up fitness pole and fit. What the fuck? Legs up pole and aerial fitness. Yeah, that's what it's called. But, um, I actually, we need to set up a phone call me and the person that's, um, f- facilitating, um, this and I'm excited. I'm excited to take my skills to a whole new level. Like, you like this is just going to be so affirming for me to be like okay like you're in the right space you know so I'm excited I want to keep you guys updated um that'll be very soon it'll be in the first week of February so or second week of February um so yeah that's exciting um and yeah I'm going to share that too I'm going to you know share my journey doing that you know so stay tuned on TikTok I feel like that'll be probably where I'll go live and things and you can kind of see and keep me keep updated with that but yeah I'm excited I'm going to probably do a most likely I'm going to do a pole choreography um and a pole tricks workshop out there so yeah so if you are interested in learning some pole tricks and things um in Dallas Texas holler at your girl I can uh, set that up for you but yeah all right everyone I wanted to just come on here and just check in tell you you guys a little bit about more of what I have to what's to come um <laughs> hey thank you so much come on come on T um thank you so much for tuning in everyone I think that this is um you know it's gonna be an exciting year you know it's it's gonna be a wild one but let's be you know excited I feel like 2023 was the year of setting everything up for 2024 to be really successful and to dream big and to go for our dreams. You know, we only have one life to live and, you know, just, just, I understand that these big steps that we take in life are scary, but if you have a good support system, you know, just trust yourself, you know, like for me and me personally, I have the most amazing trust system. I am so blessed. I can't even express to you 
how appreciative I am of my tribe. Like they keep me so they they keep me going, you know, and and I'm not allowed to do any of this without every single one of them. So shout out to everyone that helps out, you know, when it comes to Kimboology, the production to my listeners, to my students, everyone. So um, it's going to be a great year. And I have some exciting guests that I really want to have on the show. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to keep doing this, sitting down Saturdays with you, checking in. You're more than welcome to interact. I, this is a live um, episode. So if you're listening back to the audio, um, this is going to be put onto the audio um, podcast feed afterwards. But if you want to tune in with us live, find us on TikTok at Kimboology Podcast um or also on youtube or facebook we're on all the streaming platforms share this as well if you think that you know someone is gonna get a little bit of um knowledge from me oh i did say that i wasn't talking about autism too ha look at me catching myself um let me share what autism spectrum like the definition before i leave that's what i'm gonna end the show with and i'm excited to kind of break down more and more of my experience with that with you guys it's gonna be very therapeutic i'm excited but um so yeah autism spectrum disorder um is a neuro neurological and developmental disorder that affects how people interact with others communicate learn and behave although autism can be diagnosed at any age it is described as a a developmental disorder because symptoms generally appear in the first two years of life Um, And then it says, according to the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, a guide created by the American Psychiatric Association that healthcare providers use to diagnose mental disorders, people with ASD often have difficulty with communication and interaction with other people, restricted interests and repetitive behaviors. Hey, look, it's Georgie, y'all. Do you want to see George? Hold on. George, I'll show you guys in a little bit. Uh, and then the last one, symptoms that affect their ability to function in school, work, and other areas of life. Um, autism is known as a spectrum disorder because there is a wide variation in the type and severity of symptoms people experience. And I think that's the most important thing to highlight that a lot of people are out here in this world walking around undiagnosed with autism and people don't even realize that. Right. Uh, And there's nothing to be ashamed of. Like there's more research being done, but I feel like this is why I wanted to talk about it. Okay. People of all genders, races, ethnicities, and um, economic backgrounds can be diagnosed with ASD. Although ASD can be a lifelong disorder Treatments and disservices can improve a person's symptoms and daily functioning. Uh, The American Academy of Pediatrics recommends that all children receive screening for autism. Caregivers should talk to their children's health care providers about ASD screening or evaluation. Um, And yeah, so I just kind of wanted to start the year off to hold myself accountable to share this side of the it's not going to be like every single episode but I'm, I'm going to have some episodes where I'm going to talk a little bit more about my our experiences um having my young brother my younger brother um be on the spectrum and there's nothing wrong with it we love him so so much he is amazing and he is so 
like honestly i couldn't do i couldn't do this without my brother i need him you know he helps out so much at the house it's insane so people with autism are fully functioning and so like they can support people and they're just amazing individuals and yeah i just feel like more conversations just need to be had about it so yeah and with that being said y'all i will see you guys next week thank you so much for tuning in we love you and yeah love peace um and georgie right here (laughs) bye y'all Kimbo out. Brought to you by Zosin Media.